Welcome to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. We're breaking from the norm today, and just to peel back the curtain a little bit, I normally plan these things out and normally plan what I'm going to talk about before each show. That is not the case today. We have some pretty sad breaking news, and to be honest, this whole show is going to take on a bit of a melancholy tone as we've had some news stories really take place over the last 24 to 48 hours. And we're all one big hockey family. You know, we support each other on the Locked On Podcast Network. And as far as NHL teams, we all support one another without question. And there was some very sad news out of Nashville this morning where a very powerful, very scary hurricane ripped through not only Nashville, but downtown East Nashville. It even went through Main Street in East Nashville. So this was a very scary, very powerful overnight tornado that ripped through Nashville and unfortunately we've had multiple deaths as of right now there has been 20 plus deaths there's been nearly 50 buildings decimated hundreds of homes toppled it's just a horrifying scene out there and how does this relate well the Nashville Predators played a game against the Edmonton Oilers last night where Edmonton completely dominated Nashville I even mentioned on Twitter, like, wow, what's going on in Nashville? You know, Edmonton scored this many goals. Dreisaitl had five points. McDavid had five points. So then I look after the game and I see, okay, there's strong storms possibly coming to Nashville. So I kind of stay up a little bit last night thinking, okay, there's a storm coming. Hopefully it's not too bad. There's tornado warnings, but we hear about tornado warnings all the time. Normally they pass through nothing, like nothing horrible is going to happen. And then I see the news this morning. I wake up to seeing communities crippled, buildings toppled, lives lost. So we send out our best wishes to everyone in Nashville. And even, and this has to do with hockey because the Nashville Predators, they left town last night before the tornadoes hit. The Preds have several families that live out there in Nashville. And this is quoting from the Predators Twitter, quote, There aren't any perfect words to say on days like this. Our hearts are broken for all the people affected by the storms, and we're praying for quick healing, end quote. And everybody around the league is responding to that. The American Hockey League is thinking of the team. Pretty much every other NHL team is keeping the Predators and their families in their thoughts and prayers. The state of Tennessee is under a state of emergency right now following those very terrifying and deadly tornadoes. You know, I can't believe that this happened just so suddenly overnight. Uh, As I last last checked, the death toll was up to 22. You know, it's just horrifying. Yes, the community of Nashville is very tight-knit, but the hockey community is very tight-knit. That's something that you love to see. The hockey community coming together for an opposing team because it does affect them. It also affects the Nashville Predators in a sense that they have opened up their arena. Uh, First, the Anaheim Ducks, they did respond to this. They said, we're keeping the Preds and the city of Nashville in our thoughts, which I think is a classy gesture by the Ducks and pretty much every other team to send their thoughts to Nashville. Something else that has happened over there, they have opened up Bridgestone Arena. At 11 a.m. Central Time, they opened up the arena. They opened up Bridgestone Arena to anyone that was affected by the tornadoes. Anyone that has lost power, anyone who is unable to go home right now, 
They've opened up the arena. I think that is great. Um, they've provided a safe, calm place. They've given out lunch. They've been handing out pizzas. They're doing everything they can to bring back some kind of normalcy to the city of Nashville after all that. So we just want to send our thoughts and prayers out to everyone affected by the tornado, everyone in Nashville. Kudos to the Predators for sending love to their community and kudos to the rest of the league for sending their sincere thoughts to everyone out there. The Preds do play at Minnesota tonight and as of just recent, ticket proceeds and several proceeds from tonight's game on the road are going to go towards helping fund recovery efforts out there in the Nashville area. So if you happen to be in Minnesota and you're going to be going out to that area to watch the Preds and the Wild play tonight, then by all means donate whatever you can to this recovery effort. I'm sure the city of Nashville needs it tremendously right now. And you've got to feel for some of the players that have lived out there for a long time, that have families out there, that have lives out there you know they're very concerned about all their families and everyone in that community. So once again, that is the big story that is dominating hockey Twitter today. And we wish nothing but the best for everyone out there in Nashville, Tennessee. The other big story out of the National Hockey League and hockey in general, this is another melancholy story, has to do with the growing epidemic of the coronavirus, or COVID-19, that has started in China. It has spread through Japan. It has now spread to Italy, parts of Europe, the United States. I know the West Coast, Northern California has had at least a couple of cases. Washington State has had some deaths due to the coronavirus recently. And now the National Hockey League, as well as other professional sports leagues, Uh, They're looking at possible contingency plans, you know, because of this coronavirus, if it becomes a more significant health threat in the States and in Canada. You know, there are several teams in Canada, so they have to really just explore some possibilities. One possibility would be canceling games or postponing games. Um, There's even talk about playing games in empty arenas, which we've seen this happen in sports before. This is not unprecedented. Thinking back to a few years ago, there was a game that took place at Oriole Park at Camden Yards, of course, for a completely different reason, where there was a baseball game played at Oriole Park, and the Baltimore Orioles played host to a zero-attendance game. This was because of the Baltimore riots going on at the time. So playing games in empty arenas is something that has very a real chance of happening, to be honest. Not that it's super unlikely, you know, but it could become a stage where you have to consider something that's dramatic. And the reason I'm talking about this now is I did have a plan to talk about the upcoming collegiate tournaments. I'll talk more about those tomorrow, and I'm going to assume that they're still going to go on. But I'm putting this out there now, that there is still a chance that some of these games in the collegiate level may not be played because it is frozen four time. It is college basketball time. Some of these college tournaments, they could be moved. They could be played in empty arenas. They typically play to large crowds of tens of thousands of people. And having a big crowd like that, you're always susceptible to spreading some kind of disease in very large crowds. And here's something that Bill Daly, the NHL deputy commissioner, 
uh, spoke about yesterday about the possibility of playing games or postponing games. Quote, I think it's very unlikely, knock on wood. I'm hopeful that we would progress to a stage where we have to consider something that dramatic. But certainly, everything is possible, and we have to look at all possible contingencies. If it gets to that point, we will be ready. End quote. There is no announcements yet. However, the NHL will most likely not make the trip out to China next season because they had played preseason games in China back in 2017 and 2018. If you recall, the LA Kings were one of those teams that played out in China last year. Now with the virus spreading to thousands of cases in China, I don't think it's going to happen. And honestly, I don't think it should happen. If there's that bad of an outbreak in China, it would be wise for the NHL to not play those games in China next season uh, for the 2020 preseason. So it's just my opinion. I don't think it should happen. It is better to stay safe. And here's what Daly had to say about those China games. Quote, We haven't announced anything, but it is unlikely we will play games in China next season, in part because of this health crisis. End quote. You know, there's probably not a better reason to go out there for the safety of the fans going out there, for the safety of the players, the coaches, the families. It'd just be better to avoid that kind of possible illness spreading even more than it already is and having players infected by it. You just don't want to see that happen. The NHL doesn't have a deadline on whether they have to decide about possibly canceling playoff games. I don't think that's going to happen, but that's just in case this outbreak spreads at a fast rate and it gets to a dangerous point, then the leagues are going to have to think about something. So here's more on what Daly said about the possibility of playoff games. Quote, It's totally situation specific, but we have to think through all of the possibilities. The leagues are all starting to do that, focusing on what we would do in a given situation. But obviously, first and foremost, you listen to the health authorities and what they are telling you and what their concerns are and what their recommendations are. Right now, the CDC and Public Health Canada are both saying rely on local health organizations and agencies, so we'll take our lead from them. End quote. Something else that the coronavirus has affected a lot, and this became a story a couple weeks ago, is the amount of sticks that the players are playing. There were even some players that went back to their old homes. I recently read where a couple of Toronto players, they went back to their parents' house to get some old sticks, and they're going to be using those for practices and whatnot. You know, players go through several sticks a season. They go through anywhere from 60 to 70 to 120, 130. They go through a lot of sticks. And the Chinese factories for Bauer and CCM have closed because of this outbreak. Some NHL players go through a lot of sticks. I just mentioned that. For now, the issue has been solved. Players still have kind of a backlog of sticks. They still have their supply and a back supply. So they're not too concerned about that yet. However, for teams that are in the playoffs, they're going to have to possibly get some more sticks. So it could possibly become an issue later on. But for right now, I would say all clubs and all players are good as far as their equipment goes. How this affects hockey elsewhere. Earlier yesterday, the IIHF canceled six tournaments at an emergency meeting of the council in Hungary. The men's world championship is still on for May in Switzerland. However, the U18 tournament, that has been canceled 
for both men and women. And now many top NHL players attend those games if their teams are eliminated from the playoffs. Now they're not going to go to those trips. One final quote from Daly, quote, This is an evolving situation, so you get up every day and see what the latest news is. Certainly, we hope that it won't even be a concern, end quote. You have to be cautious with these kind of things. I understand where Daly's coming from. He wants the games to go on. I get that. But if it comes down to a point where public safety is the biggest issue, then you have to think about playing games at empty arenas. Yes, fans are going to be upset that they're missing out on playoff games, but safety comes first, and that's really what it comes down to. Safety first, health comes first. And finally, we'll preview tonight's game versus the Chicago Blackhawks at the United Center. Yes, the Ducks have a snowball's chance in hell of making the playoffs. The Blackhawks have a chance, albeit a small one, not much better chance to make the playoffs. Chicago is currently at 66 points. The Ducks are at 60 points. It'll take a miracle for the Blackhawks to make the playoffs this season because they still have to pass Minnesota, Arizona, Winnipeg, Nashville, Vancouver, etc., So I don't see Chicago making it either. However, that doesn't mean we still can't talk about the possible game and the possibility that maybe, just maybe, the Blackhawks still have a chance. Albeit a small one. The Ducks come into this game uh, 4-5-1 in their last 10. Chicago, bit of a slump also. They're 4-6 on their last 10. The Ducks should be led by John Gibson. Ryan Miller is still out with the flu. Corey Crawford leads the way for goalie in Chicago. He's 13 and 18 with a 284 goals against and a 915 save percentage. Backing him up is the newcomer Malcolm Subban. As far as some of the paltry stats for both teams, and they are paltry, the Ducks are 30th in power play percentage. Chicago's 29th. Yeah, the Blackhawks are 15.3% on the power play, the Ducks are 14.7%. Yes, the Ducks are expected to not win this game, but that doesn't mean that we can't have fun watching it. The Ducks still have a better face-off percentage, but that's been going down a little bit ever since the departure of the Elite 1C, Derek Grant. The Ducks are 22nd in the penalty kill. The Blackhawks are top 10 in penalty kill. They've killed off 82% of their penalties, which is quite good. As far as scoring goes, the Ducks are still towards the bottom of the league. They score two and a half goals a game. The Blackhawks average 2.9 goals per game. Both teams are pretty even as far as allowing 3.1 goals per game. Honestly, this is just one of those, you know, play it through games. Chicago is still led by their two top players, Patrick Kane, who has 78 points in this season, and Jonathan Tays. He has 56 points in this season. Everyone else after that. I mean, Kubelik has 44 points. Debrinket has 40. After that, the stats kind of drop off a little bit. The Blackhawks do desperately miss that depth that they once had in their long playoff runs. Gone are the days of the Blackhawks going four lines deep. They go maybe two or three lines deep, and that's about it. They just don't have the players or the personnel that they used to have back in 2010. Even back after that, you know, 2013, they had some deep, deep teams back when the Ducks were winning their division championships. The Blackhawks were the team that were always right there and were one of those teams that was on the the thorn on the side of the Anaheim Ducks as Chicago did beat Anaheim in the playoffs last decade. 
So yeah, there's a bit of history there as far as some players. And as I mentioned last time, the Ducks have one player who has scored 40 points, and that's Ryan Getzloff. Ryan Getzloff leads the team with 40 points. Adam Henrique has 39. And Ricard Raquel has 35 points, but he has been struggling as of recent. Going back to the previous game, he had a wide-open breakaway, and he completely missed the net. Several fans are wondering what is happening with Ricard Raquel. Is he okay? He's just not scoring goals. You know, it's just one of those things. Some of it's bad puck luck, but some of it, he's got to take some better shots. He's just got to find a way to score goals and get off that schneid. Because when you go on a long streak of not scoring, that messes you up mentally. And I'm sure that he's thinking about scoring that next goal every chance he gets. The Ducks only have one goal scorer that has more than 20 goals, and that is the aforementioned Adam Henrique. Henrique has 24 goals on the season. Second is Jakob Silverberg with 18. Raquel has 13. Getzloff has 13. And that's really it as far as double-digit scoring. Only four Anaheim Ducks have double-digit goals this season. It used to be Derek Grant on that list. He's since been traded to the Philadelphia Flyers, who, by the way, are doing very well recently. There was even a tweet earlier today that has the Philadelphia Flyers as the favorite to win the Stanley Cup. And honestly, that would be pretty awesome for hockey to see the Flyers win the Stanley Cup. And it would be awesome for Derek Grant to chase that cup and get his first one. That would be great for Derek Grant. But going back to tonight's game, it is a 5.30 Pacific start, 7.30 local start. And that game will be on Fox Sports West. And once again, that's taking place at the United Center. So be sure to check out that game once again tonight at 5.30. And with that, we're going to close off today's show. Yes, I know it was a bit melancholy, but we'll just keep praying for Nashville. You can hear this podcast or any of the previous episodes on the Locked On Podcast Network via Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, or Stitcher. Also, make sure to rate five stars, comment, subscribe if you have not already, and be sure to follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Ducks or follow me personally at StimpyJD. And if you want to talk hockey with me, you can hit me up on Twitter or email me at LockedOnAnaheimDucks at gmail.com. I thank you all so very much for listening, and I thank you for your continued patronage. So I really, really appreciate it. For Locked On Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great rest of the day. I'll hopefully see you at the arena, and stay strong, Nashville. We're all with you.